We want to thank you for tuning in to us, and we do appreciate the fact that you guys take the time to listen. So thank you so much. Also, keep us in mind. Email us, allministries, the number two at gmail.com. If you have any questions, uh, maybe podcast topics, uh, feel free to comment below uh, about today's topic. And then also keep in mind, if you want to donate, you can do that at dollar sign all ministries. That is cash app. We're more than happy to have that uh, and to have you uh, want to be a part of what we do here at Abundant Life Podcast Ministries. What's Come up, on. man? Come on, Jesse. What's up, bro? What's up, brother? It's been a little while since I've seen you, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was just with you. A couple okay. days, right? right? I'm just joking. Yeah. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, 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 man. It's always good you know, to get back here in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we always have other commitments and stuff like that. Lately, we've been so busy. Like, it's just been like mm-hmm. one thing out of a... Oh, definitely feels like phone is buzzing here. Yeah. One thing out of another, man. We've been so busy. Um, you know, we, we got back from a trip not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, God has been doing some good things. Hallelujah. But we, we, we want to make sure that we're never too busy to do what we feel God has called us to do, mm-hmm. right, in the studio. Okay, this has opened up some other opportunities for us. We really appreciate it. We thank God for it. Uh, and we, we, we believe that it's going to continue to open up other opportunities. Come on. But um, we still enjoy being here in the studio. Yes, we do. With you guys. And like, and like he said, don't forget to comment on the bottom. You know, we love to uh, read some comments. So continue Always. to hit that up. Always. What are we uh, going to touch base on today there, my friend? Uh, so uh, we're going to be talking about being a spiritual leader of your household. The spiritual leader of your household. Okay, Um, and we believe, I'll tell you this, we believe that in today's day and age, it is so important to understand your role and to understand if you're the spiritual leader of your household, how to be able to help your household to grow, to prosper, and to become a better household. And so we're going to go through some of those details today, and we hope that you're able to pick up some things and learn, and that we hope that you're able to pass those things along to your kids, because at some point they're going to be a spiritual leader in the house uh, of their households in the future. Pass that down for generations. Yeah. Right? right. I mean, you, you learn it and then you lead by example. And then next thing you know, your kids see it and they understand that. Right. Because kids don't do what you say. They do what you do. Yeah, so, I, like, I like that one saying you always say people don't need a, what don't need to hear you. Uh, how does that go? Oh, everyone don't always need you to preach them a sermon. They need you to live it. There it right? is. Right so there. live by example and lead by example. Um, but with that being said, so, you know, we're talking about being a spiritual leader. And I think the first thing is, is who is the spiritual leader? Well, you have to understand in your household, right? Whoever you are as a spiritual leader, you know who you are. You know your role. Mm-hmm. You know your design. You know right now in your household, if, 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 if your family's looking up to you, if your family needs you, right? If your family's running to you, you know in your household, if you got to hold it down. So the reality of it is in your household, if you're the spiritual leader in your household, you first have to understand your role and understand how important it is. And here's how it's important. Leading by example, as we talked about. Yeah. And also, it can affect everyone in the household. It will affect everyone in the household. You know yeah. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Because what you do, right, obviously is going to be looked upon. And if you do it and they think it's okay, then they'll, they'll follow your example. Right? So it's part of leading by example. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I understand, like, uh, being, you know, in a sense, the leader in, in the household at times, Obviously, I have two little kids, right? So right now they're looking up. They're they're like sponges, and they, they pick everything up that mom and dad do at home. 
Oh yeah. Right. And even little words, I'm like, man, who says that? You know, whether it be TV or my wife or I say things they pick up. And now even my daughter being two years old, um, she's picking up that, Hey, before we eat, we thank the Lord. Very nice. Right. That, that's a blessing. So she already knows there'd be a times where she says, pray, you know, <laughs> as we get our food ready. Um, but again, it's instilling that in her at a young age. I didn't really have that growing up, but we're, we're doing that in this household. But it starts now. And I think that's important. It's like, hey, be thankful and grateful for what God has given you, even if it's small, right? Thankful and grateful for your meals. Be thankful and grateful. And it's instilled in them, right? And the Bible says, right, parents, if you raise your, ch- your kids in the way that they should go, when they get old, they won't depart from it. So you're raising them early. And when they get older, sometimes they may sway. Yeah. Sometimes they may not. But they always come back because it's embedded in them. Right. So another aspect of it is, you know, being, you know, providing provision and protection mm-hmm. uh, in the household. What do you think about that? I think that's very important. Um, as you say that, my wife mentions sometimes like we're again, I go to my kids, right? My daughter, uh, she's two years old and we go to the park and there'll be some challenging things uh, with heights and she's got to climb. And my wife will say she'll look at you to say like, OK, can I do this type deal? Mm. And I'm like, go ahead. You got this. You got this. Let's go. Yeah. And she'll start climbing and start climbing. And she'll tell me, like, she sees you as being that protector. She sees you as, obviously, she can trust you. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and also, as a father, for me, something that was new is being that provider, right? My wife used to, uh, I mean, she has a whole other job in the house, but she we used to have two incomes in the household. And now for me, it's, I'm a, it's a single-income home, right? Yeah. My wife works with the kids all day. Um, but for me, it's like I need to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do to make sure I provide for them in the household as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing too, is like you, you know, for, for you to provide that protection, one of the biggest keys is you have to be trustworthy. Mm. Right. I mean, yes, you can't provide the protection if I don't trust you. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that, well, that's, that's huge. So and you got to build it. I mean, that doesn't that. just come overnight. Right. I don't just have a, a kid or I get married and all of a sudden, Hey, trust no, me. that's earned. Right. Mm-hmm. We always talk about trust is earned, um, you know, and provide the provision. I think, you know, some of the we talk about providing uh, provision and protection, right? And the first thing, and I think that's one of the most important things. Like, okay, do I trust you, right? Do, does your spouse trust you to provide that provision and protection? Do your kids trust you for that protection? Because they have a lot for it, mm-hmm. and that comes through the trust. The next thing is, okay, if you're going to if you're going to to lead by example and be the spiritual leader, you know, are you providing provision? And the reality of it is, is you have to take the man. The Bible says, if man don't work, the man don't eat. You have to be able to provide that provision for your family. And they have to trust and know that you as mom or dad are, are going to provide that for them. You know, you, no matter what it takes, two jobs, three jobs, you can't. And let me stay there for a second. You can't call yourself the head of household and yet you don't want to go out and work. And we see so much in, in, in you know, now in today's society, so many people don't want to work. And I'm not talking about entrepreneurs starting their own, you know, visions and dreams and ambitions. I'm talking about the people who just don't want to go work, but you still want to call yourself the head of household. It don't work that way. You're absolutely right. They're not making those sacrifices. Yeah. Right. Those sacrifices for the family. I mean, that's a sacrifice, right? The things that you're doing to provide shelter, food, all the necessities. Well, you want see what you want is you want to have the, um, the title, but you don't want to work for it. You know, I want to have the title to say, I run this household, whoever you may be, but you don't want to work for it, right? So that sometimes becomes the 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 issue where you have to lead by example. When you go out and you work hard, doors open for your family and you, mm-hmm. not only just monetarily, but respect, right? Respect. They know kids know mom and dad go out and work hard. Yeah. 
You know, they see that and you instill that into them. Right. And then also the last part we talked about protection, right? Obviously being that protective of your household, not just physically, but spiritually. But spiritually. We talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Being the guardian at the gate. Hey, being that protective. What are some things that you would tell maybe the head of the household, things that they can do if they're not doing already? Well, I think I think that one of the biggest things is we talked about on one of the previous podcasts, which is prayer. You have to cover your household in prayer. Even when 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 your spouse and your kids don't know it, you're covering them in prayer. They have no idea they're sleeping, but you're covering them in prayer. Number two, I think you have to lead by example. You have to lead by example. Don't demand or command or ask anything that you would not do yourself. They have to see it in you. And when they see you do it, it's a big difference because you're leading by example. Yep. Right? And then I think number three, you have to learn how to be caring, humble, and passionate. Right? It doesn't mean ruling with an iron fist or, you know, coming in strong. You know, are you, the Bible says, don't provoke your kids to anger. Yes. Right? Are you, are mm-hmm. you, you know, provoking your kids to anger? Are you not listening to them? A lot of us as parents, you know, and I, and I can say, you know, I've been guilty of that. Whereas a lot of times it's just do as I say, rah, 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 move, move, move. The kids want to talk and it's like, yeah, yeah. How many times do we take the time to listen to our kids? They got a lot to say. Yeah. You know? And they're dealing with new challenges that we didn't deal with. Yeah, up. they are. Think about like the social media, the bullying, all these new drugs out there, you know, things that yeah. we didn't even think about. Or we even don't take cross. the time, man. We're just so in our one lane, so busy. And we know life those as challenges, but are you taking the time to spend time with your family? And so that's something that I've tried to do is say, okay, we're going to spend this time together as a family, right? Because it's important. Mm-hmm. Communication, you know, and getting to know each other. So I think those keys are important. I will say another one is is love and nurture. We just talked about yeah. that, right? Like spending the time with your family, your kids, showing passionate love and nurture. You have two young girls. Yeah. Um, talk to me a little bit and talk to them a little bit about love and nurture of, of the two young ladies at your house. Absolutely. So giving it like the days that I'm there in the morning, um, I'll go in, uh, if I go to Melina's room before my wife does, you know, I'll go in there and be like, oh, good morning. And she'll be like, good morning, daddy. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, you're so beautiful, right? I'm instilling those things in her. You're so beautiful. As soon as she wakes up, um, and the other day, uh, I was like, you're so beautiful. She's like, I know I'm beautiful. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that guy. She's two years uh, old, right? She said that once, but I do that, right? And I give her hugs. I'm like, yeah. come over here, give daddy a hug, right? Yeah. Or I'll go to her, I'll, I'll pick her up, I'll give her a strong hug. And I'm like, here, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. And she'll squeeze. And I'm like, here, I love you. You're beautiful. Um, and I tell that to Sophia and she's eight months old, right? So it's those things that I'm doing. And also if we go somewhere, I'm like, here, hold my hand. She holds my hand. I'm like, I got you. Right. So now she'll look for me. She'll be like, daddy, give me a hand. Right. She, I'm like, all right, I love that. Right. So now it's like, okay, cool. I love that about you. But also that affection and care. There's times where she'll fall and instantly I want to go pick her up. But I'm like, no, I can't just pick her up every time. Yeah. You know, if she didn't hurt herself. I'm like, all right, get up. Sure. Yeah. I'm like, get up. I'm like, dust your hands off. So now anytime she falls and if it's not that bad, she'll dust her hands off and get right up. Right. So it's like, okay. But I want to say those things so she can see what a husband should be in the future. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't wait to get a little bit older. I want to take my daughters on dates. Yeah. Open the doors for them. Right. And pull the chair out. Things like that that I want to do. Teaching them what, you know, how a man should treat them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know. Yeah. We even do group hugs. Right. So I'll give my wife a hug. I'm like, come over here. Your turn. And sure one over. We'll do a group (laughs) hugs. Right. Like, that's just showing Uh, love right in the house. Mm hmm. No, I think when you do that, you know, it, it, it builds the character in them to understand how a man should treat them. And not only that, it's hard, you know, men run script, right? They run games. So it's hard to come do that. It's like, well, my daddy already told me I look good. What else? Yeah, I know I'm fat. Yeah. What else? <laughs> I know I'm educated, right? Like, you ain't telling me nothing. A lot of times, you know, and that just to, you know, this is a little bit of off topic, but a lot of times, especially with women, it's, it's uh, and young ladies, it's if you don't have a strong father figure in the household, 
sometimes you don't realize it, but psychologically you're looking for that father figure, mm-hmm. you know, but when your father's been in a household, you know, that doesn't too much happen all the time. So I think that's huge. I think that's important, especially from a young age, showing them the love and care from a, from, you know, from your aspect, you know, you being a dad, mm-hmm. showing them the love and care, because a lot of times as we go to the next clip here, um, the fathers are usually the disciplinary. Ooh, yes. So we talk about that, right? So discipline and training, right? We look at discipline and training. That's another aspect of being the leader in the household. And that's not always nice, right? Because no, now it's tough, yeah. Discipline is like, you know, it's like, you know, I, I have to do this. And it's something something that my parents would do with us when we were young. They would, you know, if if we desired, I'm gonna say desired a spanking, right? Because we did something wrong, so we desired a spanking. Uh, we knew what was coming. <laughs> if we desired a spanking, <laughs> I desired a sp- I'm gonna know, use that one. Yes, yeah, like you desire a spanking, don't you? Desire a spanking right now? Um <laughs> after they would spank us, you know, and my, my father had this special belt. And what was crazy about it, a little bit off talking, my, my father would say, Hey, um, go get my belt. Now he would so now we have to go get the tool that he's going to use to whoop us, right? It's like going to his tool shed looking. You know, he had like three different belts. He'll say, I'll get, you know, he'll tell us which one to go get. The one you didn't want to go get was the one that had like the holes in it, right? Because it hit your skin like, Shh. so you try to, you know, and sometimes we did some crazy stuff. I like try to hide, like, I can't find it. Yeah, of course. You know, one time I put a book in my butt like he wasn't going to see his oh, flat. Big old square. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but one of the things that my parents did that we that I didn't realize back then, right? I thought back then they were trying to um, uh, not tease us, but kind of uh, be, uh, I guess, sarcastic, whatever. Is after they would spank us, right? We would get up and then they would say, "All right, now give me a hug. I love you." And at first, I'm like, "Okay, now you love yeah. me really because yeah, you, you just beat, you beat the brakes off me, mm-hmm. right?" But as I got older, I understood what they were doing. They weren't. They were saying, "Hey, I, I'm spanking you because you need this. Yeah. This is for your own good." But I'm also doing it because I love you, right? This is something that I don't want to do, mm-hmm. but I have to do. Yeah, and that comes as part of being a disciplinary uh, of the household and and help training your 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 kids. So with two young girls, I mean, obviously two and eight months, two and eight months, right? So you know? I mean, biblically, right? We're not supposed to spare the rod, right? So it's, um, and I go back to I'll get to my daughters, but I remember yeah. this one time my brother was uh, I have an older brother, he was about I think eighteen at the time, he was working out. And I won't forget this. I was a young kid at the time. And I remember he like stood up to my dad, puffed his <laughs> chest out. And my dad was like, oh, okay, you're puffing your chest. You're grown now, right? In many other words. And I remember my dad grabbed him and slammed him on the ground. Just <laughs> boom, like nothing, right? And I remember uh, jumping on my dad. Like, let him go. You let him go. Back? Yeah, jumped on his back. I'm like, let him go. And he's like, if you don't get off me, you're next. I was oh, like, oh, wow. man, I, I don't want none of this, you know? Yeah. But as a child seeing that as a kid, I was like, if if my dad would have done nothing, I know my brother would have pushed the envelope. Yeah. And guess what I would have done? I'm like, oh, Same thing. my dad's a punk, right? Mm-hmm. And I respect my dad. I'm like, absolutely not. I, I wouldn't ever puff my chest out of my dad like that. And that was the last time my brother did that too. <laughs> yeah, <I bet. laughs> yeah. But um, fast forward now to my daughter, the two-year-old. Um, I remember she, uh, she was playing a little rough with uh, Sophia. And I told her to stop it. And she didn't want, she was like, you know, just playing a little too rough. And I told him to give her spanking. Yeah. And I don't think she knew what a spanking was. And, you know, so I'm like, okay, she has a diaper on, right? I think for her was more the shock yeah. of like, whoa, what was that? Right. Spanked her on the diaper and she started crying and she was like shocked. She didn't know what to do. Right. <laughs> so then I picked her up and I set her on the couch and I'm like, you're going to sit right here. Yeah. Until I tell you to move. Yeah. And she tried to get off. I set her back on there. And then I'm like, all right, you want to play? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, come here. Sure. Kind of like how your uh, folks did. I gave her a hug and I'm like, here, I don't want to spank you, baby. I'm like, but you got to listen. Yeah. You have to listen. 
So now she knows what spanking means. Yes. Right? So next time, you know, she act out, I'm like, hey, you want to get a spanking? Yeah. She's like, no. Now she knows. Like, okay, now she's like, all right. I know what that is. Yeah, I know I what know that is now. Now that registers. I don't desire. You <laughs> <laughs> desire spanking? No, right. I don't desire that. Um, It's hard to do. I didn't want to do course. that, right? I didn't want to do that. But now it's like how you said, right? If she's acting out in the house, sometimes I'll, just with the voice, and when I tell her to do something, you know, yep. that, that that stern voice, now she knows, like, okay, daddy means business. As much as I don't want to be that, but I feel like we have to do that. I, I will say this, you know, as we get ready to to close out, I, I will tell you, you know, a lot of times, you know, and I'm not here to tell you how to run your household. Like you have to be, we talk about this, right? You have to be, you know, the, the person in your household who makes those decisions for your family. Right. And people have to understand as long as it's not against God's word, God will honor it. Mm-hmm. That is your family. Okay. He's giving you that autonomy and that, and that authority in your household. But one thing I will say about spanking, and I know a lot of times today, people are so much against spanking. Like, oh, I don't want to spank the kids. It's taboo now. Things have changed, et cetera. Here's what people don't realize. You know, and there's a difference between beatings. Oh, yeah, that's what you And spankings. Okay, I want to make sure I say that because I know sometimes, you know, I don't want to see in the comments like, well, you beat your kids? No. She's two years First old. First of all, my kids are grown, so they ain't beating them. But, you know, there's a difference between spankings and beatings. Understand the importance of the spanking. You are informing the kid that when I speak, you have to listen. I like the fact that you said that. Here's why that's so important. Because when you tell your child to do something, sometimes you don't have time to explain why. I need you to understand that. If someone's, and I'm being, I'm going far beyond, right? But if someone's kicking down the front door and you tell your kid, hey, get to the back door, you don't have time to be like, well, why? Why am I moving? Well, why, right? Kids have to learn how to be able to act when you tell them to go. Like, move. Understand that. So that spanking, the Bible says it drives the foolishness out of a child. They have to know their parents' voice and the difference between when I'm serious and when I'm not. Because if you're your child's friend and you don't spank them and you don't teach them to honor your words. Now, some kids, I'm going to be honest with you, there's some kids that are just really great. They don't deserve, they don't get a lot of spankings. And that's okay, right? They learn to listen. Then you know the ones that's going to be a little bit hard hit. But it's so important because when you speak and you say, hey, Melina, dad needs you to do X, Y, and Z. Sometimes that a matter of seconds or time can be the difference between life or death. Yeah. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in a car accident. I need you, whatever it is. Right. Yeah, anything but happen. that's the key. But if they don't have that reverence and respect for you, they won't. And it can sometimes cost a child their life because they didn't listen. So that's why it's important. But that's why it's important. As we talked about, as we wind up here, being the head of the household, you lead by example, you teach them and you teach them and train them in that way so that when they, when it's like the military, right? You train them so if you're ever in combat, they know your voice and they know how to take orders. They have to learn how to take orders and be disciplined and listen to your parents, listen to the parents at home. Um, and when we talk about being the spiritual leader of your household, whoever you may be, understand that responsibility to your spouse too. There's a responsibility yes, you have to your spouse too in being the spiritual leader of the household. If you don't want to be the spiritual leader of the household, um, I'm sorry, if you don't want to follow those some of the tips we talked about, then you probably don't want to be the spiritual leader in your household because it comes with responsibility. To whom much is given, much is expected. As always, we want to thank you for tuning in and listening to the Abundant Life Podcast. Leo and I always appreciate you. Um, I'm going to be honest, this has been something special dear and dear to our hearts. Uh, we've seen this channel grow. We're continuously seeing the growth in the channel. Uh, we do get your emails. We do see comments. Some of the emails that you guys have sent out, we trust me, we will get back to them, respond. And some of the topics you want us to cover, we will cover. 
Um, as we mentioned before, if you need prayer, uh, you can also reach out. And sometimes you don't have to give too much information. If you just leave a, a name there, et cetera, we'll cover yeah. uh, that individual situation in prayer. Um, but right now, we want to, as always, not be remiss. We want to make sure we cover you in prayer. So if you take a few seconds here and pray with us, we'd appreciate that. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for every listener, every listener that has tuned in today. Lord, we ask, Father, that you would teach them, Father, how to continue to live abundantly in the household and be spiritual leaders and guiders of their families. Lord, we come against lack. We come against struggles. We ask that you would be the provider in that household, Father. Provide for them. Give them, Father, give them strength sometimes when they feel as if they're losing the strength. Today's, Father, economic struggles or situations, Father, can sometimes consume us. But we know you are the provider. We know you are the giver. And, Father, we ask that you would give, Father, in this season to them, Father. Give them strength, Father. Give them the grace and the mercy, Father, as only you can. And, Lord, allow them, Father, to be the spiritual leaders you have called them to be amongst their family, amongst their spouses, amongst their kids, Father. Let other people see them and say, hey, how do I get to be like you in your household, Father? Let them be the living example that you have called them to be. And we thank you and we praise you for them, Father. We thank you for this podcast and we ask you bless every listener that is tuned in today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. My man, brother, another podcast. Yes, sir. Another opportunity. We don't get to see each other like we normally would. I mean, it's been, yeah. you know, I know you tied up with the family sometimes and, you know, work can consume us and et cetera. It's good to see you. It's good to be, you know, man. good to see hey. you being a girl dad. Girl dad, My baby. man, you know It's good saying? to be seen, man. <laughs> <laughs> My man. It's always good to see you and we appreciate you. Love you. And until next time, continue to, uh, four keys, faith, family, health, and wealth, and continue to live the abundant life. God bless you.